Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In. I'm Megan, she's Steffi, and we are doing our 100th episode, and we thought we'd make things a little bit different this time. 100 episodes! So we decided to watch Twilight for the very first time. Steffi, what do you know about Twilight? Um, okay, I know that there are vampires, (laughs) and I know that there are werewolves. I know the vampires sparkle, but I don't know if that's canon or if that's just in the movie. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I think that there's a, uh, a uh, oh, I almost said threesome, and then I almost said thruple, and neither of those are correct. A love triangle. Yes. Between <laughs> the human, the, the vampire, and the werewolf. To be honest, though, I don't know if that's in the first movie. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I know I, so little. So I have seen one of them because my friend asked me to go see one with her right after, it was right after she and her girlfriend had broken up. And she was sad, and so I said, I will go support you, and we will go see this movie. And I don't remember, A, which one it was, <laughs> or B, what happened. <laughs> so I feel like we are in a really good place. Yeah, we're, we have no knowledge. We've decided to repeat our cat's experience. Um, we're going to roll in some catnip. We have not yet. Prior, contrary to what you're this probably thinking. This is just thinking, regular this us. This is just us, normally. Uh, we're going to roll in some catnip, and then we are going to watch this movie for the first time and report back our findings. Yeah, so we're going to have our little intro music, and then when we come back, it will be us having watched the movie. Stay tuned! Okay, so we're back. <laughs> As promised, there was the intro music. We are back. Um, and just we're just gonna just get this right out of the way. We watched two movies the night we did our intro when we were high. We watched movie one and movie two. Can't remember the actual names of them. Do not ask me. And then proceeded to watch the next three. Stone Cold Sober over the course of the next two evenings. So we, between Saturday and today, which is Tuesday, watched all five movies. So we can give our full series thoughts. I mean, once we got into it, we just felt like we had to finish. Yeah. We couldn't no. we couldn't leave you all hanging. So it's, <laughs> it's funny because uh, everyone in my family at various points between Sunday morning and yesterday, last night, basically, <laughs> yes. said, did you like the movies? And I was like, well, <laughs> they were both better and worse than I thought that they were. <laughs> they are objectively not good. They are objectively not good. <laughs> I can see. Okay. Also, just to, just to get this also out, there will be spoilers. So I suppose if you have not read or seen or anything and you don't want to know, then this is not the episode for you. But if you don't care about spoilers, by golly, please continue on. Um, I mean, is it a spoiler? The movies came out like more than 10 years ago. Not really. But, it, you know, it just feels <laughs> worth noting uh, before people are like, oh, my God, you told us the end. Um yeah, they are objectively not good, but I can also see how the like the target age demographic, which these are YA books, I can see how the teeny boppers would have would be really into them. 
I feel like, so it's like the, I think, you know, it was, Harry Potter was really popular around then, mm-hmm. um, a little bit after, I guess. So I guess it was like still ongoing when the first one came out, but it was like yeah. right in the thick of like a lot of YA movies being made into mo- YA books being made into movies. Yes. Um, and these were hugely popular books. Yes. But, and so I understand that the people who read the books obviously would be very invested in these movies. But if you take them as just movies, as you and I did. It was very confusing. I had a a horrifying realization, not while I was on an edible, weirdly enough, but like Sunday night when we were watching the third one from our own homes separately while texting each other, (laughs) I texted you and I was like, oh my God, is this what it's like for the people who did not read Harry Potter and only watched the movies? Because... For those of us that read Harry Potter, like, there's so much more to the books that the movies don't even touch. There's so much background information. There's, like, other characters. It, the books are just have so much more to them. They're just meatier. Um, and so, like, while the movies are enjoyable, there's definitely, like, gaps. And my husband has never read the Harry Potter books, God bless his soul, um, but he's seen the movies and so he will often if we had have one of the movies on he'll often be like wait i i don't really understand x y and z and i'm like oh well that's because it's not really talked about in the movies so i guess i now understand what that's like i mean i i guess but at the same time i feel like i feel like the harry potter movies could can stand on their own pretty well yes Without having all that extra backstory stuff. Yes. Um, I mean, it has its own share of problems. Absolutely. Yes. Of course. Um, But I feel, I just felt like we were missing so much. Having not read the books, there were so many questions that did not get answered. Um, This stupid love triangle, like, (laughs) she did not even see, like, she liked him. At all, the entire time. Like, every, also, every synopsis is like, Bella's torn between Jacob and Edward. And you're like, is she, though? Because she doesn't seem to care. Yeah, let's start there. Um, So, like, our, let's start with our, like, big plot questions. And then we can get into, like, the small (laughs) things that made us go, what the fuck, it just happened. Okay. Big, big plot things. Yes. The whole series, like, I always thought it was, like, a huge love triangle. Like, Everything I knew was that she ended up with Edward, but I always heard it as being this just lauded as this like massive love triangle. Yes. Which like, okay, if you're going to talk to me for love triangle to be like legit, I need to genuinely not be sure who she, who the person is going to pick at the end of the time. Like when I read the hunger games there were some moments where I legitimately was not sure who Katniss was going to pick at the end of the time. Was it going to be Gail or was it going to be Peta? To me, that is a love triangle. Right. Not a single moment in any of these movies was I like, oh my gosh, I wonder if she's going to pick Jacob. Like, it was very clear. Like, she even multiple times was like, Jacob, I am not interested in a relationship with you. And he just, like, he did not get the 
no means no lecture, apparently. And so he just like kept pursuing her, even when she was like, mm, no thanks, my dude. I mean, also, like the one that she did choose was like a super creepy stalker oh. to begin with. Oh, so, like, super creep. <laughs> they were both super creeps. But I also, the, like, I, I have, so I have to continue down this like Jacob thought path just another minute. <laughs> Like, throughout, (laughs) it was so confusing. It was so confusing to me. Especially, like, okay, because, you know, obviously, movie one, he's a childhood friend, whatever. He doesn't, he's not really in that one very much. Obviously, movie two is when we find out he's a werewolf and, like, all the shit happens and that the the love triangle begins, whatever. But then, like, throughout the last three movies, like... Even though she has, like, chosen Edward and is, like, I'm really all in on Edward and, like, he keeps coming back, there's just these moments where, like, sometimes he's mad at her and sometimes he's not mad at her and sometimes he's upset that she's going to be a vampire and sometimes he's cool and sometimes he gets pissy and, like, he just, like, it was, like, this constant cycle of, like, mad, sad, love, mad, sad, love, mad, sad, love. And I'm, like, pick Pick, pick an emotion. Pick one. I mean, he is meant to be a 16-year-old boy. I mean, yes, this is true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just like, and like, then he and Edward, they did have that like moment when they were like on the top of the mountain and she was like almost going to freeze to death. And then Jacob was like, I'm hot physically. Like, I am literally like a furnace. I will keep you alive. And she falls asleep. And then he, Jacob and Edward have their like kind of understanding conversation like they kind of come to an understanding which was fine but then I don't know then like Jacob like he has this moment where he like disappears but then like Edward invites him to the wedding but then he gets upset at the wedding like it was just (laughs) it just I was like can you decide how you feel about any of this just just make a decision right it was weird it was very strange and yes they're both creepers they're 100% tw- creepers. They were super creeps. Like, this should just not be. Like, <laughs> we, we need to just acknowledge that these are not healthy relationships. Like, Bella deserved much healthier relationships with guys who were, like, not creepy. I cannot get over the fact that Edward is, like, 109 years old. I don't know. I can't remember if 109 is the exact answer, but I know that he is over 100 years old. He's over 100 years old. And he's like pursuing a 17-year-old girl. That part didn't bother me as much, weirdly, because uh, I watched Buffy and (laughs) True Blood and all of those. Like, it's always like, an incredibly old, by human well, standards, yes. vampire with, like, a teenager. Yeah. Although, I will say in True Blood, I think she's, like, in her 20s. Yes. She's an adult. And actually, in Buffy, that, though, that like, actually bothered me. Yeah, I haven't, I've never watched Buffy. But I will say, like, that actually, it made me a little annoyed with the author, Stephanie Meyer. Um, because, and I, I recognize that these books were written, like, for high school age kids or whatever but it would have been really easy for her like so in the first movie 
Bella's a junior, so she's like 17. It would have been so easy for her to just like bump that up a year and that she's a senior and she's already 18. Like it would have bothered me a lot less if Bella was already 18 when the story started. Right. Like it just, it literally, like th- it was like the lowest hanging fruit for her to not make Edward <laughs> like an absolute super creep. Like, it's still creepy. It's, it's still totally creepy fine. because yeah. she's still way too young for a 100-year-old vampire. But also, like, he can't help the fact that he's 100 years old, I suppose. But still, like, that, like, to me, <laughs> I just, I, I can't, I can't stop thinking about how she, it would have changed so little of the story to literally just make her already be 18 or 19 years old when the story starts. When we were watching the first movie, this really bothered me a lot in the first movie where, she goes to school for the first time. She sees this hella creepy guy like, <laughs> looking at her like he's going to throw up, basically. Yes! He, like, sees her and he, like, covers his mouth like he's, like, throwing up in his mouth. I was like, what just so happened? Gross. But then, like, she finally talks to him. And they, like, the next day are like, we're in love. Yeah. And then there's, like, this weird montage of them, like, doing normal dating things. Yes. Even though, like, no time's actually passed. Yeah. But because we were high, I was like, what? Like, I, <laughs> I thought I was going crazy. Yeah, it was weird. It was so, like, it felt like it was really jumping around. Like, many, many months had passed. But it was and literally, it had not. like, weeks. It was literally, like, I think it was, I don't like know weeks. that it was even know. weeks. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> well, and, and this was the part that I couldn't get over. So, like... Obviously, the Cullens are vampires, and people, and like the humans are not supposed to know that vampires exist or that they are vampires, right? And Bella, like, figures it out. And. Which is also weird yeah. that she just is like, well, obviously, this is the most logical thing. This is the most logical. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like everything not- else in the entire world. Sidebar. Obviously, f- sidebar from what I was about to say is that she is like, not freaked out about I mean she is freaked out but she's also not like surprised about the fact that he's a vampire but then when she finds out that Jacob is a werewolf she's like oh my god werewolves exist I'm like you are literally in love with a vampire what the (laughs) fuck did you just think they were the only mythical creatures that existed like what what at what point did you not look at your vampire boyfriend and say so like what other mythical creatures actually are out there that I should like maybe know about right also like between the two like which one is actually the more plausible one and I would have to go with werewolf yes (laughs) like also it's the one that I would choose if I was gonna fall in love with a werewolf or a vampire I'm choosing werewolf like obviously but the one that is warm the one that's like turns into a giant dog yes obviously like definitely (laughs) choosing that anyway um but what i was gonna say originally before i got down that rabbit trail was okay so they're not supposed to know that the vampires exist so she figures out that he's a vampire and then they're like lovey-dovey and then he's like come over to my house for dinner Mm -hmm. and clearly when she comes over his he's like clearly told his family that she knows he that they're vampires and they're just like, okay. Like, Rosalie, the blonde one, is the only one that acts like this is potentially problematic. The rest of them are like, 
okay, cool. Yeah, you know, we're vampires. Hey, like, we tried to make you spaghetti, but okay, yeah, awesome. All right, you're dating. You're cool. Yeah, you're in the club now. Yeah, especially because when she first gets to school and she, like, sees the Cullens for the first time, Anna Kendrick is like, yeah, that whole family is creepy and no one is friends with them. Right. They, like, stay away from everyone. And then suddenly she's, like, best friends. Mm -hmm. And, and, yeah. They're just, like, cool with it. Now, again, maybe this is when the, like, book to movie like maybe there was a gap there in the storytelling right maybe there was like a whole scene where edward tells his family and they like have a discussion or something i don't know i want to believe that but i'm not sure it exists (laughs) because i yeah that like made no sense to me it was weird also this really bothered me at the end of the first movie so we end on like her and edward and they're like i don't know it's all lovey blah 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 And then it, like, cuts to Rosalie, the blonde sister, like, acting all, like, angry. Like, she's going to go do something. And, like, in the second movie, she's going to be, like, a plot device for, like, turning against Edward and Bella. And then literally nothing ever happens. I don't even remember that. So. I'm, like, pretty sure that was her. That that was, like, at the very, like, last scene before the very strange credits rolled. It would make more sense if it was Victoria. Maybe, but I did. I thought it was like, I thought that the lady looking through the window is blonde and not red curly hair. I don't know. Also, you guys, we just watched these movies like three days ago and we cannot remember. <laughs> I can't remember. And it was not the pot, I promise. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, that was that was weird to me. And then like Rosalie, Rosalie, I mean, I appreciated that at least they did show like, okay, yes, like, Rosalie started off being, like, really anti-Bella, and then they, like, became buddies. Like, okay, that's cool. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That was weird to me. Yeah. Among other things, obviously. Among other things. Um, Megan, you have one plot point, plot device, maybe, is a better uh, term in particular that has been bothering you for four days. Would you like to share with the class? Is it how they die, or yep, is it something sure else? is. Yeah, so, okay, so, <laughs> so, as I said, I've watched, I watched Buffy, I watched True Blood, I have seen Vampire Diaries, various vampire TV shows slash movies situations, um, and I do not understand, like, I understand that, like, their head, you know, rip their heads off. Rip their rip their arms and legs apart. You have to burn it. I understand that. That makes sense to me. The thing I don't get is that sometimes when they like hurt the other vampires, they like crumble apart like ceramics. They literally are like a porcelain doll. It's really there's strange. one part. <laughs> there's one part in Breaking Dawn where. Someone's, like, smashing Edward's face, and his face starts to, like, crack. Yes. Like, porcelain. And I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Because if that was the case, wouldn't they break more easily, much like porcelain dolls? Yeah, like, when they, like, literally are just, like, running into each other. Yes. I just, I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't understand why they have, I don't understand why they have to have all of those things. 
related to them being like dying yeah like just you know taking off the head would be enough burning it okay but like then you start to get into this weird thing that makes no sense at all is it meant to be because they like don't have blood in their body anymore or like i don't know i don't know but there's like so many ways that like i mean you can have like not have blood in your body and like your skin would i don't know i just (laughs) there's so many questions and no answers zero answers on that one yes and also speaking of weird vampire traits like okay the glitter thing so i get that they live in seattle because of this because it rains nine months of the year in seattle Mm -hmm. And therefore, they don't necessarily have to worry about it as much. But the way that they are like, oh, well, you know, we can't let people see us the way that we really are, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's still sun. Like, maybe it's not a gigantic sunbeam, like, shooting at you. Yes. But there is still sun around. I still feel like that would be a factor. Yes. Also, there's this scene in the first movie where he goes to school and she's like, everyone's staring at you. And he's like, whatever. When, like, it's a big fucking deal, apparently, to show yourself your glitter. Because. I don't know. Because the, like, vampire mafia will come get you. Kills people over it. Yeah. yeah the vampire mafia led by Dakota Fanning will come get you. It's um, Michael Sheen. But <laughs> well, no, but the blonde girl is Dakota Fanning. Yes, but Michael Sheen's the one in charge. Well, yes, super creep, <laughs> super fucking creep. Um, speaking of questions, okay, I have to talk about the werewolves for a minute. I, okay, where do I start? <laughs> so my first question actually came within five minutes of the movie starting. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't remember if I actually made you pause the movie so I can discuss this with you or not. But we, you know, because we meet Jacob immediately, which I actually did not expect that. And he and his dad are Native American. They live on the reservation. And like, obviously, like their tribe are also werewolves. And I just have a lot of questions about like, yeah, we're going to make indigenous peoples be werewolves? I don't know. It was a weird choice to me. And I will say, obviously, the werewolves end up, like, they're not bad guys. Like, they're, the, they're like, the enemies of the vampires. But they're not, like, I'm going to go eat human werewolves. Like, whatever. This is not they're like, protector werewolves. Right, they're protector. They're like more protector wolves than like anything because yeah. they can change at any point. Not just like there's. They literally never talk about the full moon ever, ever <laughs> in this movie. It's like just uh, let's be clear about that. But um, so like at least it, they weren't. She didn't make them like villainous vampire or villainous werewolves. But I just thought that that was a very strange choice. Um, second, I. I we I actually confirmed this with our friend who has read all of the books and seen all of the movies. Jacob didn't know he was going to become a vampire or oh, god damn it. Jacob did not know he was going to become a werewolf and then just like comes of age and oops. Now I'm a werewolf and no yeah, one I told him that. that was going to happen. I feel like it, 
that would be really hard to hide. First of all, yeah. everyone in the tribe, apparently when they come of age, becomes a werewolf. Well, and they have that like legend about it because he tells Bella in the first movie, they're like walking on the beach and he's like, oh yeah, let me tell you the legend about why the Cullens never come on the reservation, like reservation land. So like, it's not like they've been hiding their connection with wolves or this like legend. He, they just neglected to be like, by the way, the legend is real. Well, I feel like, I mean, in Native American culture, it's just like huge generalization on my part. And I apologize in advance to listeners, but I mean, legends are like such a huge part of their totally like religion and mythology and everything. Right. So maybe like that's why he didn't necessarily like bat an eye about it. Yeah. But at the same time, like his tribe does not seem that big. Right. From what we learn. And so I don't see how everyone else could have hit it because once he does become a werewolf, they're just like. Super wolfy all the time. time. They're just literally half naked all of the time in their jorts. Right. And so, and the only person, like, we only don't see, like, the elders become werewolves. Right. But I do, they do mention at one point that not everyone is magical. So I don't think, I don't actually think everyone in the tribe becomes werewolves. Hmm. Because, like, remember, um, I can't remember if it was movie three or movie four, but they were talking about, um, like, how, like, not from the legend perspective, but, like, the actual story of, like, how the Cullens and the Native, I cannot remember the name of the tribe, um, how, like, they became, like, enemies and then came to their truce or whatever. And they were talking about how the... Um, the like non-magical wife of the one werewolf like she sacrificed herself to distract the vampire so that oh yeah yeah do you remember that it's a bit yeah and so they said like so it was it seems clear it seemed clear at least at that point not necessarily previously in the story but from that i think that not everyone is a werewolf but only some of them turn into werewolves but still it might have been nice to just give them a heads up like yo this could potentially happen or like hey this is why your friends have just like all pieced out i don't know man i mean maybe 200 i would assume like 200 years ago there were probably fewer but also it seemed like most of the people in his tribe were yeah it it was a little unclear just some of the but like i don't it seems very strange i don't think that charlie's girlfriend was and it didn't it didn't seem like charlie's girlfriend was also where did she come from who was she (laughs) She just, like, showed up. And, like, movie four, and then she's, like, movie three, movie four, whatever. And then she's just, like, always there. Like, I understand he's, like, BFFs with Jacob's dad. So, like, obviously he would know other members of the tribe and, like, be close to them. But this lady just, like, appears out of nowhere and then suddenly is always there at Charlie's house. It's especially weird because in the first few movies, Bella goes on and on about, like, Dad, why aren't you dating? Yes. Why and don't I, like, you don't find somebody? Talk about it. And then she's just like always there. Just like okay. Also, bless Charlie's heart. He just like Jacob tells him he's a werewolf, and he's like okay. 
And then I guess he and Bella. No really further are, questions. He and Bella must really be related because he was like, okay, with no further questions. And also did not seem to investigate if other myths were true, similar to how Bella handled learning about the vampires. Yeah. The other thing about her learning about the vampires and the learning that he's a vampire and she's just totally okay with it because apparently creepy pale face boy was just so amazing to her that she just couldn't help herself um he's not she decides she decides like immediately uh that she would also like to be a vampire so quickly so quickly because life is terrible apparently they don't really show her life being terrible especially because on the first day of school she makes like eight friends who seem to be like pretty popular yeah and they they seem to be great uh so there's that and then (laughs) her problem is not with becoming a fucking vampire it's with getting married that's where she drew the line y'all she was like please make me a vampire please 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 make me a vampire and he's like okay but you have to marry me and she's like nah but still make me a vampire yeah. And she's like, yeah. and her, and her reasoning is like, well, you know, like half the marriages end in divorce. Okay. You are literally just proving the point that marriage is not like necessarily have to be permanent, but <laughs> my girl, I'm pretty sure if he turns you into a vampire, there's no takesy backsies on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I also so these movies were also like the first two we watched back to back. Yes, granted, and yes, we were high for the first two, but then the the next three they were oh the last thousand two, hours long. <laughs> the the last two in particular were oh my god they could have been one movie it could have been like one three-hour movie instead of two 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 two-hour movies i don't think i mean three hours is obviously it's generous at that point was is too long for a movie it's generous but also like there's so much stuff that they really could have condensed like the the wedding is so long and then just like there's so there's just so much time spent on like the wedding and then they're in brazil some sort of having sex sometimes twice and then she's pregnant and like and then she turns into creepy sleeping beauty and then like (laughs) it just dragged on for so long it drags on and on and on forever yeah the first the first three were a minimum they were all probably 30 minutes too long i think they're all like pretty much two hours yeah i think they're all maybe slightly less than two hours um i'm like trying to look it up um the other problem yeah by the time you like i guess like you're not you most people are not watching like the credit credits but yeah um i mean the credits were like 12 minutes long so that was part of it 
the other thing with when you get to the fourth movie with the thousand hour long wedding mm-hmm. is that they kind of wrapped up like the big bad you know yeah. like they they battled victoria and defeated her in the last movie so there's like no like conflict mm-hmm. really that we were supposed to care about. And so I think that's why it just goes on and on and on. And then the thing you're supposed to care about, I guess, is her becoming a vampire. But, like, I don't care. <laughs> She's been talking know. about it since the first movie. Literally. The, the suspense is gone. Uh, I just looked it up. The first three are all over two hours. And the second oh, two God. are just under two hours each. Um. Yeah. The, like... The anticipation is, like, gone. Like, I, okay, you. Yeah, and I know it's, like, a two-part movie, and, like, there's, like, all the battle stuff in the second part of the movie. Right. But also. Yeah, that's like, where you come to the the conflict of, like, they think the child, her, Renesmee, God, what a, what a name. Horrible name. Horrifying name. Oh, um. Like, that that she's a vampire, and that's, like, a big prop, but it literally is, it takes until the second, like, the second half of the second movie. Yeah, like, at least sprinkle in the fact that, like, the Volturi still hate them or whatever in the first part of the movie. Yeah. To make it make sense when they come back, because, like, it doesn't, it's stupid. It makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, okay, I have Renesmee thoughts, aside from the fact that the name is horrifying. Um... Thought number one, the name is actually the least horrifying thing. Uh, the creepy CGI baby is one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen. It's, it's a choice. Um, I actually was extremely glad I was sober for that and the talking wolves at the end of movie three. Um, <laughs> Megan said they sounded like they were underwater. They um, did. They did. She was, she, you're totally right. Um, I was like, oh my God, if I were on literally anything that's just sides normal air i'm breathing mm-hmm. i would you would have to just throw me in a coffin and bury me because i would have died of just i would uh, horrifying absolutely horrifying okay creepy cgi <laughs> baby was thought number one um i actually don't remember what thought number two was but thought number three what? uh okay the imprinting so I so they only ever talk about imprinting in a romantic sense right okay and then I mean the first time they did but then when it happens he's like well that's not what it means right but then as far as I can tell they do end up together it when she grows up so like it's hard to say because so because I was thinking about this I was thinking about this after we watched last night and then we're talking with our friend Um, because they like established that by the time she's seven in human years, she will be grown up. So like, I guess Jacob would be, you know, 22 or whatever, and she'll be an adult, but then she's going to live for like 150 years longer than he is well i guess at that point well no i don't i don't know could you turn a werewolf into a vampire a were, a, 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 a werewolf i don't know um 
Yeah. It's unclear, basically. Because she's going to stay the same, and he's going to get old. You know? like Yes. It, he, he, they do end up together. Do they? I, I like... Oh my god. Uh there's so there's this BuzzFeed article I just found. It was posted in March March third of twenty twenty. So this is even before the pandemic set in and we all lost our minds. It says the headline is So are we all just supposed to be okay with that Jacob and Renez may twist in Twilight? Subhead. Yes, it's been almost ten years. Yes, I'm still worked up. <laughs> like it's, it does seem like the stuff that I'm seeing that he does. Yeah, like, eventually, I don't know. I just they like are in a romantic relationship. I just don't think they explain it very well. No. It kind of reminds me of. Uh, did you read slash watch the Time Traveler's Wife? Yes. So yes. you know how like she meets him when she's like a little girl. Yeah. But he's an adult, and yeah. then, you know, she's just, just, like, waiting for him and then to fall in love with him or whatever. And I'm like, that's creepy and gross. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. This is true. You're not wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. There's just a lot. I, they, I just don't think they explain it very well. Um... They like I think they were really trying. I think the I think when they got to the second movie, the second, you know, the last movie, that they were like, fuck, we have to wrap this up. And some stuff is gonna happen. I guess it was the both the last two. Cause that's when the last he like does it at the very end of the first one. And so they like introduce uh what is her name? Leah? Yes. Uh-huh. And, and like, how she, you know, wishes she could imprint and blah, blah, blah. And so, yes. like, they kind of talk about it then. Yes. But they had skipped over it for, like, three movies. Yeah. <laughs> they just, like, didn't. There was. Yeah. Okay. So, I <laughs> I found, like, a fandom wiki. Oh, no. And it does say that they're married. Yeah, but is that, like, you know someone wrote a fan fiction and uh, well that's what or... i'm looking at but i i i am trying to figure it because there is like a there's like more books that she wrote afterwards but i'm not sure if they're prequels or not mm. also just an aside real but quick. he like says at the end of the movie he's like should i start calling you dad and i was like I'm oh sorry. excuse oh. me i'm telling Gross. you i i just really think i i think that it is meant to be Ugh. yeah i'm just really i just really think it's like meant to be that like we're supposed to assume that they end up romantically together yeah i guess so like uh, i i, I was really hopeful when like they first started talking, i'm like okay they're gonna make this clear that this is like a godfather like this is my 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 godfather and my gut like it, like he's gonna be a protector and love her a lot but he's going to be like, cool Uncle Jacob. He is nope. not cool Uncle Jacob <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Also, can we, can we just briefly touch on, like, when you write a book and your book becomes a movie, I 
get the desire to put yourself in that movie. But maybe don't make it so incredibly obvious that you make someone else say, here you go, Stephanie, (coughs) in the scene. And then the camera creepily lingers on you for an extra second. I totally missed that. It was in the first movie when Belle and her dad meet at the diner. Oh. And like she's sitting at the cafe counter and some and the the waiter waitress gives her her coffee or some shit and it's just like are you kidding me? Yeah. And apparently she's also later in the wedding, but who knows because the wedding lasted forever and I did not care. No. Can't can't care. Cannot I can't care. care. Also, who were all of those people at the wedding if A the Cullens have no friends and B Bella has kind of discarded all of her friends for the Cullens. Right. And like, I don't know. (laughs) (sighs) I don't know. Um, Can we talk about how in the first, this almost, guys, this almost killed us. In the first movie, the guy dies. And Charlie gets called to the scene or whatever. And they bring the the body out in a gurney. And they're like going to put it in the ambulance or whatever. And like the the body's on a gurney and it's covered with a sheet. But the feet are just dangling out. It doesn't cover his feet and his dead feet are sticking out. Like, this is not how it goes. Well, you did they do that on purpose because they're trying to remind us of how tall how, he was? Or like how dead he was? I don't or like, know. I mean, they, like, a body bag would suffice. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty, like, is this town so small they don't have any body bags? But like, also, surely someone had a bigger sheet. Like, I don't. Double what? up. Like, <laughs> do, do one on the top half and one on the bottom half. It was so... I just, I, I, I haven't stopped. You know that foot is like running into something in the ambulance. Like it's going to get caught on the door. (laughs) Oh my God. I literally have not stopped thinking about it for four days. I can't stop thinking about his feet just sticking out. Also, that's the same. Isn't that the same guy who like when they're at the diner, he's like, Bella, do you remember me? I played Santa Claus. Was that the same guy? Oh, I don't know. He was super creepy. He was like, I played Santa. You used to sit on my lap. Ha, ha, ha. And I was like, oh, God. We need, like, no wonder she has issues. We need a lot fewer creepy dudes. Just like creepy old dudes being creepy with young girls, like teens, etc. In general. <laughs> in general, like... in this world. And it's just definitely in this movie. It's very, <laughs> very weird. Um, All right. We have the like. I feel like the if anyone has seen all of these movies and also uh, whatever, and particularly like if you've read the books and seen the movies, you're probably like, please talk about the elephant in the room, which is the end of move the last movie. Uh, so <laughs> it was it was funny to me because we were we were both watching the movies, but I was like slightly ahead of you. You were like thirty minutes. I was ahead like thirty of minutes me. ahead yeah. of you. Uh, and so. 
And also, we were both in our separate houses. We were watching them together. Because if we were watching them together, there would have been so much screaming. <laughs> because I, like, screamed inside my head. I was in my room listening on headphones. My son was asleep. I couldn't yes. make noise. Same. I couldn't, like, I, like, actually scream. I screamed in my head. <laughs> it's like those, like, I literally clamped my hands over my mouth because WTF. They spend so, so much time on this battle and then like the whole so- movie is like leading up to this battle and like meeting people. Okay, and also let me just throw in here. What a waste of Rami Malek and Lee Pace. I am angry. We did not get Lee Pace until this final movie. So much. Because he should be cherished, cherished. They never should have and, been pushing daisies. Yes. Um and I'm angry. Uh, <laughs> but the whole movie leads up to this stupid confrontation and then there's a battle like a very intense battle that lasts for like 25 30 minutes it's a very long battle many and then die. and and yeah many people die like you get sad like some of the wolves die and you're very upset about it and there's like all this stuff that happens and, like, Jacob and Renesmee flee, and you don't know if they're going to be safe. And then you find out that none of it happened. It was just, like, it was just Alice's vision. And she was just showing it to Michael Sheen. And then they all, like, hop and off, then they're like holding hands and skipping through the field. Yeah. They're like, you know what, actually, uh, it's cool. She can be a, a half-human, half-vampire. Whatevs. Bye. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't... The only... The thing I did appreciate in the battle, if you guys... If, if anyone remembers the movie and the Volturi, there's, like, three main Volturi. So there's, you know... There's... I don't know. I just thought of them as creepy dude with... <laughs> creepy black dude hair. one. Creepy, creepy dude, dude two. one had black Michael hair. Michael Sheen. Two and yeah. three had so, blonde hair, and we're yeah. Very so Michael Sheen, creepy. Michael Sheen's the main guy. He has this creepy blonde-haired guy, and then this other like just super old guy. Yes. Who like in the first time we meet the Volturi is just like over it, just yeah. over the whole situation. <laughs> like he does not want to listen to Edward. He's just like whatever. But in this last movie, during the fake fight scene. He just, like, lets some other vampire, like, come to him and kill them. And he's just like, finally, I get to be done with this motherfucking life. (laughs) I'm tired. I would like to lay down. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I was like, that guy's relatable. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't real. He has to keep living on. Well, and, like, the thing that was, like, particularly wild to me is that we were texting our friend, and um, I, like, finished, I finished, like, right before I went to bed, and I texted it, and I was like, that, like, what is happening with the ending? And our friend texted, like, first thing in the morning, and I can't remember, oh, because she was like, oh, yeah, at the theater, we all lost our minds about it. And I was like, wait a second, does it not happen in the books? And she's like, nope. Which also means the book sounds really boring. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. 
that the book that she's just like at the end of the book it's like I mean well just sit around a table it's like the council of Elrond and Lord of the Rings and someone says I object and then they go it's okay and they go okay bye and they all have right like I'm sorry that doesn't sound like a very exciting (laughs) no Maybe it's better. Maybe it's so well written. I do not believe that to be true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No judgment, guys, if you really like these books and movies. Uh, Yeah. It's the same, you know, if you listen to the Cats episode, (laughs) then you already understand us. Look, okay, so the thing about Cats, though, is that, like... (laughs) No one went into Cats thinking it was going to be amazing. I mean, to watch, right? This is like true. this is true. Like we all kind of knew what we were getting into. This is true, and it just kind of went above and beyond. Like we, I, I, what I will say, I identify most with about these movies is the fact that Kristen Stewart as a human was so pale that no, like actual vampires didn't realize that she wasn't a vampire upon first glance. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. Sure. I, yeah, I feel that. I feel that yeah. real fucking hard. <laughs> but the thing about these movies compared to cats, like, I think I feel like these movies take themselves very, very, very seriously. Oh, yeah. Where at least cats can be like, this is a movie about singing and dancing cats. <laughs> it's true. This but, like, the way – the and also – oh, my God, I remember – I just remember this now. When we were watching the first two movies, and also, I will say again, granted, we were high. But the way that the camera would just, oh, like, yeah. spin around, and they would go from, like, a normal movie shot to, like, no, we're doing this weird, like – on an angle, film school auteur shot. Like, it was very unsettling. I will say the production quality got Improved. better. Yeah. It did get better. It did get better. I mean, like, if this is still not, like, a, I don't know, whatever movie at the end of time. But at some point between 2008, when the first one came out, and 2012, when the last one came out, somewhere between there the production quality improved quite a bit like the first movie Uh, they were so even like the second movie like megan said like just these random camera angles very bizarre very strange um yeah kind of just alternating between like indie movie and i don't know what um like it didn't know what it wanted to be didn't know what it wanted to be yeah and also i will there's a drastic you watch the first one if you, you watch them very quickly like what do you have to <laughs> you notice like in the first movie how powdered yes i was just gonna say robert that. pattinson and uh all, oh, of um, all of them actually all of them Carlisle, but especially, especially robert pattinson and peter Facinelli mm-hmm. are just so powdered white and then by the end they have like normal looking skin right. they like figured it, out the, the makeup <laughs> thing to make them definitely still paler but like not just clearly not like they went to an elizabethan costume party <laughs> which is how they looked in the first movie it was absolutely how they looked in the first movie yeah it, it was really distracting 
It was. I mean, I think part of the reason it's so distracting, and it still, it actually continued to be distracting to me for the whole movie, but, uh, like, I think maybe they also put, like, lipstick or something on Robert Pattinson's uh lips. Uh huh, uh huh. Because they were so red compared to like the rest of his face and it was just like are you supposed to want to look at his lips because he's a vampire but also they don't have like fangs so what's the point of that i did i i did i i i did ponder how well they chew through human flesh with oh (laughs) i mean i mean thanks thanks for uh stepping by putting that picture into our brains of that (laughs) situation I did. I <laughs> gross. It is so gross. Is it? Any there are so many other ways that they so. could have gotten that baby out. Oh my god! Surgically, and they're just oh like, oh my god, just gonna cut right in. Sure, we're gonna. Sure. Okay, we're gonna. Also, we're gonna okay. make an incision. <laughs> we're gonna make an incision, and then the vampires are gonna get a little woo about the blood, and most of them are gonna leave. And then Jacob is gonna like have this like Jacob is like I love you so much, right? Okay, mm-hmm. you, if you love her so much, I will say Robert R- Edward whatever his name is. Almost called him by his real name. Okay, Edward. It is not the method that I would have chosen to get that baby <laughs> out of her, but he did step up for the That's woman true. that he loves. Whereas Jacob, I, I wouldn't like, say it's uh, taking like, one for the team because he probably enjoyed it because oh, blood. Right. But but like Jacob, like you had the scalpel in your like they handed you the scalpel. Be like, I love this girl. I gotta get this baby out of here. Like, in yeah, but he's a sixteen-year-old kid. Like Edward's been around for a hundred and seventeen <laughs> years. He's clearly learned how to chew babies out of women. The, okay, the other thing also, about they're all like, like they get, they they get the baby out. And then they just, like, leave Bella just, like, chewed open? I mean, she was already dead. But not not when the baby first came out. Because he says, like, it's a it's Renesmee or whatever. Like, she, like, he's, like, holding the baby. And she's, yeah, like, but I la, don't... la, la. And then she's, like, she's looking at them. I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't know. Like, either way, like maybe, maybe just spitball in here. Try to like stick her back together and stop some of the bleeding. <laughs> well, I feel like it's hard to say exactly how much time is supposed to have passed because the rest of the movie is at a snail's pace. <laughs> so, like in theory, it could have been a very short amount of time, but also the. <laughs> The issue with, so Edward having to chew the baby out is that Carlisle had to go hunting. So, you know, the doctor had to leave. Mm -hmm. But then Alice calls him on the phone and he's like, I'll be right there. He is a vampire and they have established many times over. How quickly they can move. How fast they can move. Like, just zoom back, Carlisle. There you are. That didn't make any sense to me. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll just call Alice. We'll just ring him up. <sighs> but, you know, plot devices. So I know. You can't, you I can't know. have the doctor there. You can't have the doctor there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
my goodness. Oh my goodness. I feel like there was there was like something else I wanted to say. What was it? Uh, how great her eye makeup and hair was after she became a vampire. I mean, guys, if that's part of the deal of being a vampire, that you just like wake up looking like that after apparently a very traumatic birth and like rehealing process. Okay, I'm just saying, maybe sign me up. I mean, you have to drink blood, but you would be hot all the time. Yeah, I look great. Are there ugly vampires? I don't think it's possible. <sighs> yeah, she just like also also when the, they were like showing her like regenerating herself or whatever, when her <laughs> ribs like came back together and then like oh, popped cr- out. I know. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. What was that? Also, when the baby started coming, didn't her, like, back break? Yeah. Like, wouldn't have she died then? I mean. Just a lot of questions. Well, this is, okay, the other. I mean, how do you fact check it, though? Like, you're trying to write this novel, but it's about vampires. You can't go to the doctor with that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is true. Um, Okay, so in the first movie. He's like, he saves her, obviously, from being smushed by the car. And then that's when she's like, there's something weird about you. Why were you just suddenly right there? Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like walking around trying to find out information on vampires. And she gets that book. And then those guys are harassing her. And all of a sudden, Edward comes like flying around the corner in his car. Uh, excuse you, his Volvo. His Volvo. Sorry. There was so much Volvo product placement in these movies. I was like, dude. They did not pay all that money for you to not for mention me to not what kind of car it was. Yes. He comes <laughs> flying around the corner in his Volvo. And, like, because we've already established, okay, yes, he can move, like, super, super fast. But I said to Megan, I was like, okay, hold on. Like, just because he is super fast, does that mean he can make also make the like, does the car also move super fast? Like, does his does that magic somehow apply to the vehicle that you are on? Obviously, it would for, like, a bicycle, but, like, whatever. Or, like, how how is that working? Because if he, like, zoomed to his car that was so close that then he could have zoomed around the... Like, he's just going to zoom the whole way outside right. of... Like, it... It bothered me more. I mean, than the it only have, answer it's still bothering me more than it should. <laughs> the only answer is that he was stalking her, and therefore was just around the corner, and was ready to just get there. Yeah, it doesn't make him. Look That's great. the only. I mean, that whole scenario, like she was at a bookstore, she was with her friends at a dress shop in daylight. Mm-hmm. They're gonna meet her at the restaurant. She goes to a bookstore. Also, it is suddenly fancy, dark. Kind of a fancy restaurant for like. Three- yeah three friends like 17 year old girls to whatever okay yeah and for her to get to this restaurant she goes through the many many back alleyways of forks (laughs) the dangerous side streets of forks which Mm -hmm. does not really seem to even have like a downtown district based on everything else we've seen of forks 
So I don't really know what they're doing there. Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> oh, oh my God. And then when we she encounters the, the motorcycle guys again, she just starts seeing his face everywhere. Yeah, he just like. <laughs> mist, Bella, don't mist, turn around. Mist Bella appears in the mist in front of her. <laughs> I forgot about that. How could you forget about that? Movie two is a, movie two is a little bit fuzzier for me. I think it's the fuzziest. It was a long of, time ago. It was a long time ago. <laughs> the, and the edible was making me really sleepy, and they were so long. It was long. Yeah, it's a it's lot. Just like a appears, lot. appears in the mist. It oh. speaks to her. It was weird. It was creepy. And in the because again, the third... but in the second movie, the graphics still were not fantastic. No, they were. So. They were not great. And in the third movie, when they like have the newborn vampire guy, oh, uh-huh. Sistine Victoria, Riley. whatever. Yes, Riley. Like we're all supposed to care about Riley for some reason. But he just appeared out of nowhere. He appears then... out of nowhere, but then they're like, he's been missing for forever, and we're right. like, okay. But, but then... all the Cullens know who he is, right? And they, and he seems to like really hate them. Yeah, like more than he w- should have. If just because Victoria was like, oh, we don't like these people. Yeah, like he seemed to like have a real thing against them, but we've literally never met this dude before. Yes. We see exactly. him at the beginning, and then there's nothing else about him. I don't know why I'm <sighs> supposed to care. <laughs> I just need you to tell me why to care. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Um, anything else? What else? Anything else? I mean. We've gotten really worked up about this. I, the more I think about it, the more I questions that I have, and it, and it, it bothers me. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I just, I don't see, they just don't stand on their own as their own movies. Yeah. Like, if you have not read the books. There's too many gaps. There's just too many gaps and too many questions. And then it just meanders where clearly, like, the wedding taking thousand years, that's clearly fan service. Yes. There's all these things that are just they do. You can tell they're doing it because the fans want that thing. Like uh, the where again, I just have to reiterate the werewolves spend most of movies two and three shirtless wearing jorts. <laughs> that is true. That is also like, makes it makes it makes no it very sense. weird. It makes it very weird when. Uh, Jacob then shows himself to Charlie because oh he goes and takes off all of his clothes, like, which we know he does naked. not need to do. Right, like he doesn't even need to take his shirt off. Like he has, he has changed so many times. Like from wearing like a, he usually takes his jacket off. Okay, taking your like leather coat off kind of makes sense, but like well, taking off your pants and getting down <laughs> well, to your like, underwear. You have gotten, you have, we've seen yeah. you change fully dressed. I think. I think I could kind of explain in my brain the shirtless and jorts situation because they have established that they are very, very warm. Yeah. And so, like, they don't need it temperature-wise, and so it's probably just easier. 
why are I they guess. all why is why are jorts the uniform for the team because you kind of throw stuff in your pockets <laughs> they're cargo shorts you gotta have stuff to you know you gotta you need your phone your keys <laughs> i don't know where that stuff goes when you become a wolf yeah they never answer that no they don't answer they that. just like do the shorts like become part of you Jacob gets a call while he's a wolf. Like, is it inside his stomach? What happens? <laughs> also, Bella calls in the in the second to last movie. Bella calls Charlie from her supposed like recuperation wherever she's supposed to be, which yes. is not Forks or the Cullens house. Yes. And she's like, I'm going, I'm in Switzerland, la la la. And Charlie's just like, okay. I mean, he like protests a little, but he's basically, but then he's like, okay. And he doesn't like star six nine her. He doesn't say like, what's the name of the spa? Can I write you a letter? How can I get in touch with you? Are you going to be checking your email? Right. What's your room number? I can send you flower. Like literally anything. <laughs> That would very easily let you know that you are hiding at the Cullen's house. <laughs> Not in Switzerland. Not in Switzerland. Also, they were in Brazil. Why would she go to Switzerland? Seems like a weird choice. Maybe she <laughs> maybe she knew just maybe she didn't think Charlie would be the type to want to come to Switzerland. So maybe she like I mean, that is accurate. The, he, the man never stops <laughs> drinking beer, first of all. Um, yeah, so maybe she was like, if I tell him Switzerland, he definitely, that's that's the country I could most easily talk him out of coming to visit. Yeah. I do think it's a little weird. I mean, there's a lot of things that are weird, I'll say. Okay, so the one last thing that I will say I think is weird is, like, I get that if you are a vampire and have been around for hundreds of years, you would have lots of money just by the nature of being able to amass it. Um, but, like, Charlie didn't necessarily seem to care so much about the cost of the fact that the Collins got her tickets, two plane tickets, to see her mom. For her mm -hmm. birthday? Like, this girl that they, I mean, I guess they were dating for half a year, because they start dating in, like, March. Yeah. And then her birthday's in the fall. Um, and then they pay for, ov obviously, the entire wedding. Right. And this extravagant honeymoon in Brazil, and then, They literally buy them an island. Like, I think yeah. that's their island that they literally gave them. Yeah, and also, like, would have paid for this fake trip to Switzerland. Like, how was all that not suspicious? Like, I get he's a doctor, but he's a doctor in, in forks. forks. <laughs> like, and he, before that, it was Alaska. Like. Right. Like, come on. Come on. Um. Okay, well, the other thing, the other point that I have to, I forgot that I needed to make. Because there were so many. Um. Is that and actually this is another thing we texted our friend about and she actually said that they actually do address this in the books. Um, I was like, are they just like really good at forging government paperwork? Because like, no, that guy. She went to go see that guy. Well, yeah, like we find out that afterwards, but like most up until that point, 
where she goes to see the guy to like get the forged paperwork up to yeah. that point like there's been so many things where like you clearly need birth certificates like you clear like okay we're gonna get our marriage license you have to show your birth certificate and like what's he gonna show a piece of paper from the like 1900s it's like i was born a hundred years ago like no <laughs> so like clearly they must have somebody like uh, but they don't they don't address it literally until like the end yeah. Unless, I mean, and again, like, maybe they're addressed, maybe they address it earlier in the books and they, like, talk about that. Like, oh, yeah, every time we, like, move, we have to make a new set of whatever. Or, I don't know. But I could not stop thinking about the fact that, like, you need birth certificates to do so many of these things. Like, um, Carlisle literally needs, like, to show a medical degree to get jobs. I mean, maybe he doesn't. It is Forks. I mean- <laughs> Maybe that's why he should, maybe that's really just why like a two small towns. It's like got nothing to do with being like conspicuous. It's literally just cause like he needs to be able to get like an under the table doctor job. Right. Your interview was like, do surgery on this guy. Is he alive? Okay. You're the doctor. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I was glad that they did eventually like address it or whatever, but like, um, Yeah. Okay, I think I'm done. I, I think I, <laughs> I, I think I got it all out of my system. We, again, we don't judge you if you really enjoy these books and movies. I just don't anticipate us reading the books. Or so, watching no. the movies again. <laughs> I will also know that when we had this idea to begin with, uh, the movies were on Netflix. And then apparently Netflix took them off immediately. Like, you know, after a couple of months, which is a very short time for it Netflix. It is. And we paid to watch <laughs> these movies. Thank- thankfully, they were on sale to rent on Amazon Prime. But, yeah. but between the two of us, we did spend $16 to watch these movies. It's that was the cost of a movie ticket. We got five for the price of one. There you go. Five, times two on a couple of them because we watched the last few at our own houses oh my gosh okay well thank you all for hanging in there as we went on that journey I don't know what I don't know what will be our next thing to watch and tell you about after we've watched it well high but um, it's not you have be, recommendations not Send them 50 Shades us. of Grey which was no no my husband asked if we were going to watch next absolutely not it's like no <laughs> no chance it has to be absurd for the right reasons, and that is absurd, absurd for the for wrong reasons. <laughs> no judgment if that's your thing. However, <laughs> the no, um, so mm-hmm. yep. But yeah, mm-hmm. if you have if you have legitimate recommendations, yes, please let us know. Steffi, is there anything else that is bringing you joy this week? I'm trying really hard to actually answer that question. I'm like trying to think. I can't. <laughs> I feel like this really just used up all of my joy. (laughs) Um, And questions. Because, you know, like, we have a lot of questions, but we also really, really enjoy having these questions and trying to figure out the answers to them. (laughs) Honestly, we are... Yes. That is it. I mean, that's honestly why we watched all five. Because we, like, 
couldn't just leave it. <laughs> we I needed, needed to, to know. know. The answer. <laughs> Are they ever going to answer us? Probably not. Oh, I remember. <clears throat> I remember what my joy is. So, um, one of my very best friends, she has a friend that made her wedding. Well, actually, the friend that baked her wedding cake was me. I was that friend. But she had another friend who decorated her wedding cake, and it was beautiful. And um, this friend recently got into doing, uh, like, gorgeous decorated sugar cookies. And Eden's birthday is coming up. And so for um, <clears throat> when we go visit her birth family and celebrate with them, um, I am getting an Encanto set of sugar cookies for the girls because Edie and her sister are both really into Encanto right now. And we'll be celebrating both their birthdays. So um, I'm really excited about that. That is going to be super cute. Yeah. So... Um, Granted, then you'll just have to watch the movie for the rest of the night. I, the odds are good that that's what we will be watching anyway, given how these girls are going. <laughs> so, I thought I got out of. I thought maybe we got out of watching it tonight because um, she like had a just she had a um, hard like doctor day, and she had a little abscess that had to be drained. And um, so tonight I was like, okay, do you want to watch Encanto? Because I thought she could like might want to snuggle up and watch a movie and she was like yeah and then like i turn on disney plus and then she goes winnie the pooh i was like Mm -hmm. all right diverted winnie the pooh we're gonna watch winnie the pooh not watching kanto tonight and then like i was scrolling through instagram and our friend kathleen had a reel to one of the songs from kanto and she heard it and she goes gotta go and i was like (laughs) (laughs) okay in kanto so it was Kathleen's fault. Um, what's bringing you joy? Um, I made a really big cookie tonight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, maybe like two weeks ago, my son wanted to make a giant cookie. And he's at the age where he is like, I want to make this thing. And I say, go for it. I'm not going to help you. Fly free kid. Um, but uh, he does not pay attention to what he's doing. And so... He put in one third the amount of because he's fourteen and has a cell phone. Uh, <laughs> so when he made it, he put in one third the amount of flour that goes into it. Um, which I don't know if any of you are familiar with baking, but that will not it make a cookie work very well. No, uh, it was basically just like melted sugar glop. I did like that. kind of you could like kind of roll it up into like a little like a twill. <laughs> I did that one time um, with oatmeal cookies, and it like almost turned out okay because it just was sort of like granola. But yeah, like a regular chocolate chip cookie. Nope. No. Also, he forgot to put the chocolate chips in, so he just like <laughs> scattered them on top before he baked it. But also, but I was like. But when that happened, he, like, came out and he's like, it didn't turn out. I messed it up. Blah. And he was really angry about it. I'm like, did you, like, not look at it and, like, think this doesn't look right? He's like, no. Cool. Uh, okay. But tonight. Know, I, he didn't know what melted butter was supposed to look like either, so. That is true. He, yes, he did ask me many questions about melted butter and how would you know if it was melted? To which I don't really have a good answer to that because I legitimately tried to figure out how like you answer that, like because it's melted, <laughs> like it is a liquid. You 
get A's in science class. I don't know how to help you. Um, but obviously we did not eat that. And so it's been trying to, I was thinking about it for a while. I saved the recipe that he wanted to make. And so tonight after dinner, I whipped it up and made it and did it correctly. Um, and it was, I ate it right before we started recording. It was very delicious. You're a good mom. It's very exciting. Like when you have like a good cookie moment. It's you know? amazing. Also, I really like how <laughs> I was mixing it. And it was like 6, not even 6.30. And I had already preheated the oven. And I was almost done mixing up the batter, dough, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my husband was like, you don't have time to make that before the podcast? And I was like, how long do you think it takes to no bake idea. cookies? He has, he has no, no idea. idea. So like, it could, it could be three minutes. It could be three hours. He would legitimately not know. He would not. And I was like, it's, he's like, well, you have to preheat the oven. And I'm like, that's done. He's like, we have to mix it. I'm like, it's basically done. <laughs> like, and Max was even like, it says it takes 27 minutes on the thing, dad. Because <laughs> it says, you know, it says the prep time and the cook time. And he's like, dad, dad, mom taught me how to read a recipe. <laughs> it says right there how long it's going to take, dad. Uh, 27 minutes. God bless him. Uh, yep. amazing. Next week, we are going to be talking about another hundreds-year-old dynasty. (laughs) And we are going to talk about the British royals. Much like the (laughs) Colons. And our friend Ade is going to be back. You know we love an episode with her. Until then, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Bye.